folks. How are we doing? I'm going to get right into it. This shit is going to blow your mind. But first, a warm welcome to our latest listeners. Maybe they've been there all along. I don't really know. I'm not talking about Peter Dinklage or any of Peter Dinklage's people. I'm talking about the leadership of the Unification Church. And for you people watching, for you people listening on audio, I hope you can feel the glee on my face as I say what I am about to say. <laughs> okay. If you're a member of the leadership of the Unification Church, I'd like you to think back to your latest church leaders Zoom meeting. Picture it. Picture the grid of faces on your computer screen as, screen as people dial in from all corners of the United States. And look <laughs> at all of those faces. Look above you. Look to your right, to your left. Look below you. Look diagonally. And join me as I do this little dance because I'm about to tell you that one of those people is a mole. <laughs> You guys can't trust anyone. <laughs> and this is the episode where I get to review a leaked internal document from the Unification Church leadership. This is going to be so fucking good, guys. I think I this could be the peak. I don't know if I'm ever getting better than this shit. Holy fuck. Okay. <clears throat> uh, I've actually have several of these videos, and I'm in the unfortunate position of having to view multiple of them <laughs> um, at double speed, actually, to try and figure out what's actually worth showing. But... Um, what I'm going to start with is a review and analysis of um, a recent meeting uh, from the 26th of September, 2023. I reviewed this from start to finish, and I picked out one particular part, which is starring the, <laughs> the breakout runaway star of season four of falling out that's right folks damien dunkley <laughs> damien's back dude in a major fucking way and holy shit things get worse for him um my fucking god um i've said this before on the show I, when i start a season i don't know where it's gonna go um I'm pretty sure this is going to be the Damien season by the end of it. <laughs> and at, uh, uh, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'm just going to get into it. Let's get, let's get to the video. This shit is fucking amazing. Here we go. 
for the audio people, just so you can visualize this at the moment, there's a bunch of those faces on the tiles that I mentioned earlier. Uh, and one Damien Dunkley is just dialed in and is about to get ready to talk. Here we go. Awesome. All right. So let's start this thing. You guys ready? Let's see if this works. Gosh, I'm working on one screen. It's been a while since I've worked on one screen. I'll try like this. I have a few things to share. Okay, share desktop, do it like this. All right. I hate asking, but I assume you see everything clearly, right? So the title of his presentation for the audio people is Burn the Sales. And the subtitle is New Era, comma, New History. Reverend Damien Dunkley, September 26, 2023. Burn the sales. That is not a term I have heard before. I don't know exactly what he is referring to. Um, pardon me if that's like, you know, part of common knowledge that maybe I just missed due to my upbringing. I am, maybe I'll learn what it means now. Damien, please enlighten me. Yes. All right. Burn the sales. New era, new history. Please admit Kevin because, yeah, there we go. True Mother is coming, guys. This is the beginning and the end of the presentation. All right, now pay attention. True Mother is coming. And this was the last time True Mother was, you know, feet on the ground with the membership in America like this. Was So he's showing a photo of uh, Haksha Han in Las Vegas with, in a room full of peace people, uh, it says Unity Festival, June 22nd, 2019. So she has indeed been there. So she's here in 23. She was there in 2019. We know she was there multiple times between uh, 9, 10, and 11 based on the last video. So she, she, she frequents the place. I think it's, it's fair to say. Okay, let's continue, Damien. Actually, in Las Vegas after the Unity Festival, right, Reverend Jackson? So, of course, we had the uh, WCLC, uh, you know, that was kind of the last big event with True Mother. But this was the last time Mother was meeting with membership like this, and it was in Las Vegas. And, uh, you know, we had this, the youth were, were there. That was actually the time that Mother asked if Damien is a pastor or a comedian, I seem to remember. Anyway, that room was full of young people. I think one side was younger than the other, and you could definitely tell. So this time, Mother wants the whole room full of young people. And she's coming to give a message. She's going to be meeting with the ACLC pastors. And I believe there's... Just for context here, ACLC is the American Clergy Leadership Conference or Caucus or something. Who, who the fuck knows? It's another, it's another, you know, bouquet of letters <laughs> that, that creates another another you know inscrutable uh paper trail for the unification movement um and it historically has been focusing on uh outreach to members of the the black christian clergy community so that's what he in the u.s uh that's what he is referring to here five major areas that we need to consider for our pastors to uh step up um mother may say different things but I anticipate uh, the following things, five things. Uh, raise the flag, which we've done before, but I mean substantially raise the flag as, as, a, 
as an associate church of family fed. Okay, so I think he's talking about trend. They they did this shit fucking thirty years ago. They went around to all these black churches in the U.S. Tried to get them to sort of become affiliate members. They did this whole crazy thing where they tried to convince them to take down crosses from their churches. This is the same playbook again 20, 30 years later. And uh, Damien's holding up his hand there. He, that was the first point, was raising the flag. There are four more. Let's, let's hear what the points are, Damien. Let's go. Um, oh, sorry. By the way, Damien... Uh, He's wearing a, a shirt and tie, not a jacket. Uh, he's had his hair dyed recently. It's looking very dark, uh, and he's wearing glasses. Uh, he looks like a businessman, basically. That's that's the vibe here. Establish a Chonchim one. Receive and share the blessing all the way to Chombo, but that's a process. Education, I believe, should be you know delivered through their sermons at least. And they can create sermons and sermon outlines centering on principles of creation, true, true parents' words, true mother's words, and the mother. By the way, for the auto people, he's still holding up that one last finger for the last point. <laughs> can you guess what the last point is? Let, let, just, just think about it. What's, just, just think what might be the final point <laughs> that, they're, that they're asking people for. Think about it peace and so on same education we're supposed to be receiving and then they should tithe to family federation they can be an unincorporated uh independently incorporated church but they can be family federation church and there we have it they have to tithe so the whole thing is another way to try to expand the people that they can Expand the pool of people, excuse me, that they can milk money out of. That's the only reason that they're doing this. Okay. So uh, this is, I believe, already at least one or two of our pastors with actual congregations uh, are willing to do this. That means we can expand the tent, widen the tent. This is what Family Federation is supposed to be. It doesn't mean we water down who we are so that they can be our partner. No, it means we welcome them in and we allow them to lead their members and we help them to do so. So And we charge them a fee for doing it. Okay, cool, Damien. Cool, let's go. I want to give you a quick 120-day overview. Yesterday was 120 days since my inauguration. So in this first 120 days, a lot of it has been really internal. First of all, we were meeting and praying together with core leaders for 40 days. Then for 40 days with leaders and a broadening number of members. And then the last 40 days, as you know, I've been touring around the country. Thank you so much for uh, welcoming me and Yumiko. And thank you for uh, listening to what it is Mother has on her heart. Um, yes, there is spirit and there is truth. And both uh, my uh, rebirth workshop and also Professor Kim's uh, presentation includes both spirit and truth. But you can maybe feel uh, more of an emphasis of one and the other in each of these experiences. They're not the same thing and hard to compare. They might go well together. Professor Kim is tackling how to uh, systematize uh, truth in the Channel Guk era, but he's not alone. Mother has put together a huge team, and they're working on this right now in Korea to update our Channel Guk teachings. So this is one of the things going on. But I'll I'll tell it to you straight. 
you know, when I came to America, it's really a new era, a new era, a new history. And I felt the first most important thing is complete unity with true mother. So I don't mean academic unity or just uh, allegiance. I mean, unity of the nature where you actually feel like you are true parents, a child. And I'm sure many of you already felt that for decades, but I'm talking about really completely uh, one through true mother's womb in the Chonoguk era, which by the way, even not only members, but even many leaders are still um, struggling to experience or understand in their own lives, in our own ministry. So we are in the Chonoguk era and total rebirth is necessary. New era, new, new rebirth. So that's been the focus. So the 17 rebirth workshops, thank you all so much for attending and also many of you helping to host and of course mobilize members and take care of members by the way just for for context here these rebirth workshops are as far as i understand are things where they're going to people and telling them the latest words of hak jahan and uh of course charging them for the privilege it's part of the grift uh and give me your feedback and everything else so thank you all so much it was actually 17 rebirth workshops and four one-day presentations including japanese members and uh, wclc members as well so they all got the same content of course the one day got very highly compressed content fewer jokes and less context but the core content the point here is that I've been investing personally in this. Many of you also investing in several of these workshops. Um, I threw myself into this 1 million percent. And by the time I completed together with Reverend Thompson and all of the senior pastors in uh, Bay Area, honestly, I felt completely empty, completely spent. I felt I couldn't, I have nothing more centering on this right now to give or to do i gave everything and i really want to offer that with with all of you together to our true parents and heavenly parent uh as a foundation uh sure to receive professor kim and and, and reverend shin also but all of this is in preparation for true mother to come right true mother is coming so this is the key point and i believe i can feel quite different uh america today compared to America 120 days ago because of you and because of many of the members who get shared their testimony in tears and their prayers and their dreams and even meeting True Father in the Chon Chim Wan. Uh, this is a new era and I feel America's really more settled in the, in the direction, leveling up into this new era. So I'm really grateful. Thank you. So we've also been expanding the Chon Chim Wans. We expect at least 50 to be settled by the time True Mother arrives. I believe this Chon Shim Wan term uh, refers to sort of like a shrine room to the Moon family, either to Hak Jahan or Sun Moon or both. I don't know exactly, but it's it. it my, judging by the the whole arc of this um, video, that's what it sounds like. It's like a physical room or place where you worship these bastards. Is that significant? And we've reoriented our minds towards True Mother's words during our prayer vigil. Thank you. Of course, there's been some initial structural changes, information management improvements. All of this is just beginning, frankly, and you're going to be seeing a lot more. And, you know, I've been active in the areas of finance and legal constantly in the background. There's these crises going on, which I'm going to share with you. 
basically. So this is kind of the main 120 days. Yes. Crises, fuck yes, here we go. And I'm sorry, but it does not surprise me at all that you've been active in areas of finances. Damien, you seem to be the chief uh, chief fundraiser, uh, chief money uh, money vacuumer in this whole fucking criminal enterprise. So no surprise there. And of course, now we're preparing for True Mother to come. And now on the foundation of this 120 days... Uh, I believe there is a, a new foundation to receive mother with a totally new spirit. And also, I'm coming out. I want the world to know. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm still married to my wife, Yumiko. I'm not uh, confused about my orientation. I don't mean that way. I mean. <laughs> Fucking hell, Damien. <laughs> Dude, Jesus Christ, man. I don't even, the man just, okay. Okay, let's go. Let's let's continue here. All right. All right. All right, Damien. Let's go. Hang out in that really, you don't know how much pressure I felt internally. And I've been very quiet. And I was a little bit louder after 40 days, a little bit louder after 80 days. And guess what? You're going to see me louder after 120 days. So please unite with me fully and I will serve you and love you and try to always uh, bridge directly your victory to true mother. So this is a, there's many very serious things going on. So I want to update you. What is our main objective? It is growth. Very simple. Internal growth, external growth, qualitative growth and uh, financial growth and membership growth. There it is. Financial growth. Financial growth is the goal. That is the goal. It's not tied to something else. That is the goal. With vibrancy, with youth, with power. But we have a serious problems. And I want to report to you briefly. World level crises. Here's the list. <laughs> the title says crisis list. Okay. First bullet point. Japanese church dissolution attempt. Here we go, Damien. Let's go. Let's, I want to hear what you, what you got to say about this shit. Let's go. Dude, seriously, for the audio people, like, my face is beaming in the video. So bright. My eyes are, like, fucking, got fucking, fucking sunbeams coming out of them. Holy shit, I'm loving this. Japanese church dissolution attempt. Yes. All right. A UCI case seriously impacted. New Yorker hotel loan default risk. Financial crisis in America. Washington Times currently unsustainable. Fuck Yes. Hell yes. Talk to me about that, Damien. Let's go. And financial crisis globally. Okay. So first, Japan. Pay attention. Status report. It's now 13 months, months since Abe assassination. The prime minister announced that he would cut off UPF family fed and dissolve our church. Japanese government has changed the legal wants to change the legal status of our church. September 13th, Prime Minister Kishida launched, launched a new cabinet and announced in a press release a strong push to dissolve the unification movement in Japan. The media atmosphere is confident that it will happen. Parliamentarians around the Prime Minister are saying that there's probably no way to escape from this. That means our people, our, the parliamentarians that like us, are giving us inside information that are saying there's probably no way to escape that the church gets dissolved. And the prime minister himself. 
bro. Bro fucking bro. There it is on tape. They are the parliamentarians are giving you insider information. You fucking fuck yes. <laughs> this fucking video is amazing. Fuck yes, David. Let's keep going. Bro, what else you got? <laughs> is already announced it and uh however, he has to follow the legal procedure. He can't just by edict announce it. He has to follow a legal procedure. It may take 18 months. It may take two or three years. Uh, we are yet uh, to see. But his biggest, this is his biggest card, by the way. So this is the way he can rally his base right now. And a lot of the media are building up their surveys saying that 90% uh, of the population agrees with this dissolution. So you can imagine. Dude, that's how fucking unpopular you are. 90% of the population disagrees with this shit you might want to consider whether you're on the right side of history here dude and all your all the members that are attending this meeting it's not looking good for you i'm just saying it's not looking good for you okay let's go it's a very uh popular uh position for the prime minister to try to grow his following now, the members are still putting in their, their faith in true parents and heavenly parent, and everyone is making great efforts. So we now have two options. The prime minister can dissolve, cannot dissolve by himself. He has to follow, he has to file dissolution request to the courts. That takes time. They haven't yet done this, but we have seen the initial movements towards it. For example, they set up some ridiculously long uh, question uh, list to a legal legal list that we had to answer to. And I think we answered like thousands of questions apart from 20. And based on that, they're trying to set up a fine. They've said, bro, why didn't you answer the 20 questions? It's <laughs> the problem. If all the shit you're doing is above board, then why can't you answer all of them? Sounds sound like you're kind of guilty, bro. It's a fine. We haven't yet paid the fine, but if we pay the fine, it's like proof of guilt. So it strengthens their case. It's like, you know, a thousand dollar fine or something. It's not a lot of money. That's not the point. The point is they're trying to prove that the Unification Church is guilty of what they're accusing us of. The longer everything is delayed, the better it is for us. So what can we do? We're trying to influence the prime minister. Of course, America, centering on the work of Washington Times and uh, you know, Dr. Jenkins and Tom McDivitt, working internationally, been working. Bro, there it is. <laughs> there fucking is. Are you fucking kidding me? That's what the Washington Times is for. That they fucking saying it. That's what the Washington Times is for: is to influence PMs to help get your ass out of trouble. You fucking bastards! God, I love this video. Very hard to support to influence the prime minister, but also our members. Our members can sign petitions against disillusion of our movement. So this would mean us actually writing letters to our Japanese ambassadors in our closest embassies around the world. So this should be done. Uh, Reverend Lukiguchi, please uh, uh, help to take responsibility for this. By the way, they are, they are quite organized on that shit. I've seen letters that they've like basically given people to ask them to print them out and send them to their um, like local senators or whatever. And so they are like admirably uh, organized on that front. Well done, guys. You should be proud of yourselves. It's not just 
Japanese members. All members can do this. So we should we should write letters, and maybe they should be in Japanese. Uh, that would be smart. And that's what we're doing here. And now the next two weeks is our biggest legal battle that we face. This is what's going on now in Japan. Next, UCI crisis. Speaking just for those that don't know, the UCI. Uh, crisis that he's referring to is uh, the ongoing lawsuit between uh, is it Preston Moon, one of his one of the Hakjahan's sons, who's been trying to steal all the assets uh, from the mum um, via the all this like this lawsuit stuff. Um, let's let's hear what Damien has to say about this crisis. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. The truth, speaking the truth, we have sometimes been a little bit soft because it is a family matter, but. No more. The truth will come out. And so now uh, Gerard Willis, Bill Lay, and the newly formed International Committee are leading the way in this crisis dealing with the legal case. It's being fought here in the United States, but it's uh, in three major plaintiffs, including UPF and Japanese Church. It's an international case that was set in motion by true parents before true father died, okay? But there is an in, there's an international committee, but here in the U.S. it's being led by Gerard Willis, who's also dealing with the New Yorker crisis. So there's a lot on his plate right now. Please pray for him. Uh, we're now on tour with Reverend Shin for the first time in over a decade, sharing the true history of the UCI case. There is much more that we could share, but we have to keep within a very uh, sort of li- initially a very limited uh, pathway so that we don't put anything at risk with regard to the case. The case is not over. It is still very much active, and we need to uh, be mindful of our communication strategy. This has been an illegal, hostile takeover of the UCI board by Hyunjin Preston Moon. And the liquid, liquid, liquidation and misappropriation of public assets that belong to Heavenly Parent and worldwide membership Bro, nothing belongs to the world membership. It only belongs to the people at the top. I love how you're using that in your lawsuit. But no members actually get the benefits of that shit. Fuck you. The UCI side has continually produced a false narrative, which is essentially propaganda. And we've been quiet. So no more. They have not won the case, as they have recently tried to state. They're simply hiding behind the First Amendment. Previous judges have already ruled that what they've done is completely erroneous and they have to return everything to us and change the board of directors. But they got really clever and aggressive lawyers who somehow repositioned their case as a First First Amendment issue, which it's not. But now they're hiding behind that. So, Dude, isn't that what you do, Damien? <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> when people point out that you motherfuckers are human traffickers, uh, and fucking money launderers and all kinds of shit. You're you hide behind the First Amendment too. That's exactly what you do. So, sorry, dude. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. You can't really complain. You're playing that same game. And that's blocking the courts from weighing in. So we will appeal all the way to the Supreme Court, not the Supplement Court, the Supreme Court. And so please, please pray for those who went against Heavenly Parent to return themselves and all the assets to Heavenly Parent. And Jew parents. Aju, speak it if you feel it, okay? Next. So that's Japan. Fucking silence. <laughs> Fucking love it. Yeah. Okay. Next slide says New Yorker crisis update. Let's go. This is where I used to live, dude. 
I was a little baby in there. Let's let's hear what's happening to that. And that's UCI. Next, New Yorker crisis update. Saving our national treasure. The COVID stress on our finances is no small thing. You could say that it would you know, sink our boat under normal circumstances, but we were already in difficult circumstances. So this is massive. You've also got the atmosphere of regional bank failure in the United States. This triggered, unexpectedly, it triggered our loan holder to try to exit from our refinance negotiations, okay? We were planning to be able to refine, extend our existing loan, but they've called it in. They've called it in and they've given us too little time to refinance with new lenders. It's not easy for, for a piece of real estate this big and for one that's owned by a nonprofit. You have to go through attorney general approval process. So we had very little time. It's long, it's complicated. We found a new lender and we're in the active process of closing to avoid default. And the attorney general, however, did not want to approve this because she's saying that HSA is a business, not a church. Thank God, Attorney General. Hell yes. Yeah, that's right. You are a fucking business, dude. You're not a goddamn church. Thank God. Who the fuck is this Attorney General? I fucking love them. Let's go buy them a beer. Hell yes. Okay, let's go. Well, that's not true. And so now no, we've been fighting. It, it is, it is, it is, Damien. Come on. You know it. You're dressed like a fucking businessman giving a business-ass presentation. And it's just about to get way more businessy pretty soon. Let's go. Yes. At every angle, including Dr. Jenkins mobilizing entire New York City Christian leadership base, many of whom know the attorney general. And so we're coming at this with every angle and we've got plan A, plan B, plan C. But please understand, every plan is putting us at great risk and in great danger. That's why assets are being sold. We're sacrificing the extremities to protect the core organs. You might say, well, why the hell are we in this situation? We're in this situation primarily because our worldwide membership has not known who True Mother is. And our even True Family has not known true, true who True Mother is. They've siphoned off assets, siphoned off, you know, uh, theology, siphoned off purity, siphoned off uh, members, and created splinter organizations that go against True Mother because they don't know who True Mother is. God bless Heavenly Parent. God bless True Parents and God bless True Family. Everything must come back, but we cannot bring it back if we're sitting on our hands and only, you know, praying about it. And quite frankly, we have not even known what we're to pray for because it's all been hidden. No more. We're coming out in as much as possible. I think you know my character. I will be limited only by that which limits me because of law. But everything should come out so that every member knows what to pray for and how to put forth your feet, your hands, and your action to really change the, 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 change the game. Because all of the problem makers should come home, and we should shorten that distance as much as <laughs> Are you talking to me, Damien? <laughs> oh, dude, I'm not coming back to that house. I don't think you'd want me, but, you know, whatever. You can, you can, you can hold out hope. Hey, let's continue. It's possible. I remember my uncle once said, "Cut, don't soar. Soaring is painful and slow. Just cut and then re rejoin and move forward." So, 
Pray for the attorney general and the courts to approve our loan as a nonprofit and for our loan to go through and pray that we can meet the billionaires and millionaires that mother told us to meet so that we can solve all of these problems quickly. Oh, here we go. That's part of it. Okay. As part of their, let's go find more people to give us money. They're going for billionaires and millionaires. I see. Okay. That's a very specific strategy. I can't really fault you there. Uh, okay. Good luck with that. By the way. Oh. Sorry, next next title, next slide, Washington Times Crisis Update. Hell yeah, let's hear it. If you're wondering, the main strategy for True Mother is to grow the church. We'll get to that later. Washington oh, Times. Yeah, we're going to get it. Yes, let's go. Crisis update. It's a tough business to be in. It was right here in Dallas just a month ago. I was sitting at a diner watching an old man, 95 years old, two tables away. He had a cane by his side. He was hunched over the table with a cup of coffee and a, and a, and a newspaper, a huge newspaper, you know, you know, dripping over the sides of the table. And he had these thick jam jar glasses on and a magnifying glass. And he was down right by the newspaper reading line by line like this. This is the demographic of the print world. This is the demographic of the print media. We need to reposition ourselves. And of course, the Washington Times has been working on this for some time. However, even though it's very important for our international political and VIP relations. Okay, there it is again. Very important for our international political and VIP relations. There it is again. It wasn't created to be a so-called bastion of independence in Washington, D.C. It was created be your vehicle to be the vessel of the moon family and it's all fucking here i fucking love it let's continue advertising and readership has been down in recent years so the washington times is strong in terms of brand in terms of how we need it but it's weak in terms of actual readership and influence on the ground among the people it's become weaker. It's not self-sufficient. We're bleeding $800,000 a month in this requiring HSA support. We could, make, we could make a movie once a month or eight TV episodes for, ready for uh, Netflix streaming every month like this. It can't continue like this. Ooh, Damien, that shit was kind of loud. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. Okay. Okay. Got a little fire in you. All right. Let's go. We have to restructure immediately and rethink everything. So this is the, you know, also a global crisis finance, uh, you know, update. We're under extreme restrictions. Japanese finances are locked. Limits in Korea. We're trying to rebuild. The, we're trying to finish the Chonwon Gung. This is all major, major challenges on the world stage. So where are we, America? Where are we? USA should not only be self-sufficient which now it's not anymore, we should be able to fund the world missions. This is what Father asked us 30 years ago. There we fucking go. There we have it. It's literally in black and white. This slide is, is in black and white, white background, white background, black text. It says global finance crisis update. First bullet point, extreme restrictions. Second, Japanese finances locked. Third, limits in Korea. Fourth, Trying to build the Chonwongung, which is the Marble Dict Palace in Korea. That, seems like a, that does not seem like a great use of money, but whatever. Um, the final bullet point, USA should not only be self-sufficient, but should be able to fund world missions. There we go. They are shifting the focus of the fundraising activities to the American members. 
That's exactly what's happening here. It couldn't be any plainer. Japan is shutting down in terms of the money spigot, so they're focusing on the U.S. Here it is. Thank you, Damien. That shit's in black and white. What else you got for me? So this is our shame. So what's the what's the development? Where are we going? This is this is what's on my mind. All right, burn the sails and move forward. This is this is like very very near future. I'm not talking about our ten year plan, five year plan, or even one year plan. I'm thinking like right now. Okay. If you're wondering why I'm shouting, it's because I just invested 120 days in prayer. Now I'm speaking to you plainly. Witnessing. First of all, senior pastors and large church leaders, please report about your witnessing results to me straight away. What what are you doing? What's working? What's not working? What's your plan? Immediately. We need to prepare for mother to come. And frankly, any one of you might need to be ready to stand up in front of mother and tell her what you're doing and how it's working. Oh, there's a veiled threat. <laughs> I fucking love it. Damien, that is some manipulative shit. Damn. Okay, spicy. Better be prepared to walk it in front of the big, big woman and tell her how you're not bringing in new members. You don't want to be in that position, do you? You don't want to be in that position. You better protect yourself. You better protect yourself. Okay, Damien. This shit is amazing. Let's go. Okay, so please... Submit your reports immediately, Tal. Please follow up. Also, please follow up with Luke and whoever else you think would be able to help on the petition letters to the Japanese embassies. In the meantime, guys, pastors, we need to focus on witnessing, right? But I think we need to strengthen internally. So I'm not talking just uh, prayer anymore. We need to settle our Chon Shimwan. We need to unite with our reborn attitude centering on true mother. But we also need external development. That's our worship, our culture, our education. We got to invest in the 99.999%. Please stop relying on our precious old choirs, our precious old leaders. You know, uh, just in Washington, D.C., you know, yesterday, it's the same guy running tech, running the camera, running the, f- running the photo, running the music, and, you know, running the stage handling. It's not going to work. We need to let our youth take over, for crying out loud. Let our youth take over. But they don't want to take over if all they're looking at is precious, tired old volunteer pastors that have already almost died walking through the, you know, the wilderness, right? It's fucked up, Damien. Okay, let's continue. With, With only a stipend, if that, right? God bless you guys. So we need to increase... You know, one of the things that the American church is brilliant for is that it is self-sufficient, right? You know, in Korea and Japan, you know, there's a system of salary from headquarters. Of course, I'm sure Japan is self-sufficient, you know, but. (laughs) Sorry, that's the funniest line here. Because they because they coerce the most amount of money, just like offhandedly, like, oh, I'm sure they're self-sufficient because they're raking in all that money. Fucking hell, Damien, that was hilarious. You know, Korea has also been depending on Japan up until now. Oh, there we go. Okay. Korea has been depending on Japan. There we go. There's very strict about it now. And now here we are in America, you know, bleeding and dying and our internal organs are like suffocating financially. It's a dire situation. So how do we solve that problem? I'm talking about the local level right now. The local level in most cases is self-sufficient. But how many of you have five young second generation leaders knocking at your door, begging you, please give me your job. 
please uh, type in the chat box right now if you if if any one of you have at least three, four, or five second gen knocking on your door once a week asking you, please give me your job. I will take over everything. I I want to do it. If if you if please let me know who you are because I want to know who you are. If you have volunteer youth volunteering to take over your job, the truth is there's not enough money to pay them well. So we need to increase our uh, tithing. So basically, we're self-sufficient, but we're not vibrant. We're not vibrant because we're kind of shoestringing along. We need to be much more serious about tithing, each of us and our members. Oh, here we go. We need. Okay, here we go. Okay, we need to. Oh, it's time for the money talk, guys. Let's hear. It. Let's hear what. Let, let's let's hear the money talk, Damien. Let's go. So you can see that. So this is an example I want to show with you what now Kimi is just implementing in subregion one as the senior pastor. He's showing uh, a spreadsheet, basically. Um, Damien, walk us through the spreadsheet. Again, it's not, it's not a business, but we're going through a presentation that has fucking spreadsheets on it. Fuck you, Damien. And you're about to tell people how they haven't been haven't been selling enough and they need to sell more. Dude, I've worked in corporate sales for the last 15 years. Trust me. This is this is exactly this is exactly what a business meeting sounds like, dude. Except in my job, like I know what I'm getting paid. It's very transparent. I'm fine. I'm fine with that whole situation. Uh, this is very different. Uh, Damien, dude, middle management, bro. You're bringing hardcore. <laughs> business middle management vibes sorry i can't i can't with this guy i can't with his fucking fucking glasses and his tie and his attitude fuck okay let's go damien he's divided income into four categories now what do you think tithing is tithing is 10 percent of your income so how many members tithe 10 percent of of our income not many so if you think of a couple uh, what would a family income be? I believe in America, there's very, very, very few families earning as a family less than $60,000. You can't even survive as a family without that. There may be many, but I don't think there's many, right? There's probably... Uh... Dude, I think there are quite a lot, quite honestly. Um, I'd have to look at the statistics. Um, I take your point, like living is expensive. Um, but also, I think there's a lot of people that are in less than that. But anyway, let's continue a higher number of families earning over $100,000, right? Through various means. But whatever it is, it's 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 at least the ability to give, uh, you know, uh, $400 a month as a couple. Right now, Kimi, this is 200 plus a month means per person. So as a couple, it might be a $400 tithe, but per person, that's like $200. That's assuming each adult in the couple is earning $2,000. So they would be tithing $200. Everybody knows how to do 10% math, right? And then regular, you know, these are just internal nomenclature. The members don't need to look at this. This is just internal for the leaders. So a regular... Oh, okay. So now here we are. We are applying categories to members based on how much money they donate. Okay, if you're a member of the Unification Church, just I want you to think about this. Your leadership is categorizing you not on your character, not on your spiritual merits or accomplishments. They're categorizing you 
based on how much money you give to them. Let's go. A regular donor is somebody giving 40 plus a month each, or a contributor is $10 a month each, and participating is less than $10 a month each. I would say that it probably costs on average for each member $40 just to cover the utilities, the coffee. I mean, that doesn't even cover the cost of the building. That probably just covers their portion of like their coffee fund and the, and the amount that they're breathing in AC and consuming a light source. So $40 is very small. Now, it's quite big for a 16-year-old or an 18-year-old studying, but for an adult, it's not, it's not a lot of money, right? So here's the thing, guys. I want each of you to analyze your tithers. If you're wondering if I'm asking you to do this, I'm not. I'm requiring you to do this. Okay, let's hear it. What's the, what's the requirement? Understand the difference? I'm telling you, do it. And now Kimi and other secretary generals, they're going to help centering on now Kimi's uh, idea. He's already been meeting with the senior pastors. This is what you need to do. You need to analyze all of your tithers and put them into such a category as this and look community by community. Each community is going to be reporting this data. And then the pastor, you need to really pay attention to it. Each one of these people is precious. Even the people who don't donate is precious, okay? So please don't confuse, oh, Damien's not a loving person, something like that. Please ignore that thought. Please listen to me. I'm truly loving and kind because I'm going to tell you, this is where we will now grow our church. First, we have to solve our tithing problem. Think about it. Now, Kimi has 195 regular donors in New Jersey giving at least a tank of gas a month. Half a tank of gas, actually. Half a tank. So now, now Kimi needs to meet one by one with each of these people and say, what would it take for you to give a tank and a half of gas? $120 or $200. Right now, Clifton Church, you don't mind me saying right now, Kimi, Clifton Church is kind of struggling to break even with a $60,000 income. $60,000. Sounds like a lot of money, but that's what it costs to run all of that. Imagine if he could double that. So among the core tithers, there's probably many of them who would be willing to give more if you meet them and thank them for giving them what they're already giving. And the regular donors, many of them can tithe. And the contributors, many of them can become regular donors and so on. If you thank them, meet them and let them know how important their contribution is and let them know that we are going to be investing in our youth and completely changing the culture of our church so that everybody down the street is talking about it. Right, Milhan? This is what we got to do. So do you think it would be possible? And I'm not even talking about increasing the number of donors, but just increasing the amount that the existing donors give by thanking them, by letting them know how important it is and asking them to give more. If a struggling to eat family in Nepal who doesn't even know if they can feed their children can give a true love offering to true mother once a year, I'm telling you, you American families can do this. Fuck off, Damien. Oh my God, I cannot believe you just said that. You just admitted that shit? The coercing money out of starving families in Nepal and you're using that as a reference point here to fucking coerce more money out of fucking people in the US? Fucking hell, dude. 
Fuck. 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 Oh my God. Okay. What else you got for us, Damien? Jesus Christ. No more sitting on our hands and saying, oh, we can't do it because we got to give to the Chun Wan Gung. We got to give total love offering. We got to give true parents birthday. I don't want to hear it. And don't tell me I'm mean. I love you. We're going to go headlong into this and we are going to see the church change. Wow. Okay. There's a lot to address there. First of all, he just flat out mentioned like, oh, it's not just this tithe. It's all this other shit that people are paying for this, that, or the other. He just completely mentioned that. Yeah, that's a thing. All the demands for money. And then he's like, he's like, I'm not, I'm not angry at you. I love you. Uh, that's a, a classic manipulation tactic there, dude. Fuck you. You're like, I, I love you. I'm not being mean. I love you just because I say I love you. Fuck that. You're being a dickhead. Damien, I'm sorry. You're being a fucking dickhead. History's not going to be kind to you, buddy. And I'm glad to be a part of that. Let's continue. All right. So please analyze your information like this and meet with each member one by one and thank them. I want to introduce you to Reverend Mark Abernathy. Okay. For the audio people, there's a photo of uh, a guy who's definitely bringing like (laughs) strong pastor vibes. In this photo, it's hard to describe, but uh, uh, aging white pastor vibes are are through the roof with this photo. Um, let's let's continue. Let's learn about old Abernathy. Mark Abernathy has now already in public three times announced that he is going to stop all of his church t- don- donations and tithing to other programs and other you know nonprofits and other service programs. He's going to give everything to Family Fed. Oh, okay. So you're gonna just gonna stop doing anything that was charitable at all, and you're just giving it to the mothership. Okay, great. That's a, that's very commendable. Super duper commendable. All right, let's let's continue. And I want to appoint him as a senior pastor in Family Federation. I'm gonna meet with all of the national tithers, Tal, or everybody on the national tithers list. Please set up a schedule for me to meet with them on the phone. I will meet with each of them. Please set that up. In the meantime, all of the pastors do the same thing. Start with the highest donor and say thank you. And go all the way down and ask each of them to commit more and to increase and to set it up as an auto pay. I want to introduce you to Mark Abernathy. When he sat down next to me in Washington, D.C., after getting down from the stage, announcing that he's going to ask his church to tithe to Family Fed, I asked him a very important question. I asked him, how much does your, do your members tithe on average? He said, 10% on average, some 8%, some 12% or more, about 10% on average. Do you know how much we tithe on average? 3%. We tithe on average 3%. That's based on our calculations. 3% on average for many excuses and reasons. The next thing I asked him is, how do they tithe? He said, 90% of them tithe online by auto pay. The next question I asked him is, how did you do that? He said, I sat down with every family, every member, one by one. I thanked them and I told them that the church is here to serve you and your family, but we need to develop and we need to grow and we need to invest and we need to know where your skin is at in this game. And so we need you not only to tithe 10%, but we need you to set it up as a direct auto pay out of your account. And guess what? When they do that, prosperity comes also. 
So it's better for them, better for the church. And now the church, Sulan, knows what they've got to work with. Imagine what would now Kimi do with an extra... Uh, hold on a second, Damien. Hold on a second there. Let me ask you this. Earlier on, you said that this dude, Abernathy, had stopped giving any money to anything charitable and was giving all of the tithing money directly to family fed. So in other words, going above him straight into the straight into the veins of of Hak Jahan and Co. So there's not actually making the lives of his constituents better. None of that money is flowing back to his people. It's all flowing to the top. So kind of fuck you, Damien. Let's continue, Mr. Non-Businessman Damien. Let's hear how non-businessy you're going to be. Let's go. 60 grand cash line around. Don't you think he would start investing in the youth to rebuild a vibrant community? That's what I'm saying. He's not going to have another 60 grand line around. Even if he raises more money, it's just going to go to the top. And guess what? Damien, you're just going to be demanding more from him. That's how this shit works. My God. So that's what Mark Abernathy's already doing. So we should invite him on the call next time to teach our pastors how to do it, because apparently we've forgotten. We say that we can't ask them because they have to give to so many other things. Well, that's the fourth question I asked Mark Abernathy. What do you do about other things? He said, oh, yeah, we've got building funds, youth activities, overseas donations and special projects. And guess what? We ask them to donate to those things on top of their direct debit auto pay tithe. And there we go. The list, the list of financial obligations. Thank you, Damien. You've, you've really, you've really just listed them all there. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Um, you are a fucking bastard. Tithe. Guys, we could reduce our problems by 50% by doubling our, our existing tithe by just increasing 3%. Because right now, from 2 to 3%, if we went from 5 to 6%, we'd double our income. Imagine that. What would you do with double the amount of money? The reason you don't have money is because we've lost the relationship of ownership and trust it's not because people don't have money they're spending it it's half a tank of gas most dude they don't have money you're 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 fucking squeezing money out of like poor people dude and you're squeezing ever more amounts out of them fuck you members in america right now are donating something around half a tank of gas a month why is that so let's change that let's change that let's invest in our youth create a vibrant culture and do it by Exactly what mother's telling us to do. Mother's coming. What do you want? How do you want to feel when you stand in front of her? She's really coming to meet the ACLC and the youth and to give total hope to America to embrace you and to be embraced by you. And isn't she beautiful? Oh my God, she's beautiful. She's sorry. He's got a photo of her now. He's like perving on this photo of Hakshan. That shit was kind of weird. Okay, continue coming to to kick us off on a whole new course and believe you me if you think what i'm saying is hard to listen to be ready for mother oh okay there's another threat there's another threat if you think if you think the heat from damien is too hot then get ready for hak jahan she's gonna fucking bring that heat i wonder what that conversation looks like because mother is not coming to tell you to turn the page or to turn the chapter frankly even a new book is entirely too small of a concept. 
It's a total new library. It's a new warehouse. Blow up the old one. We're rebuilding the new one. And I already told mother, even if we lose everything, we can rebuild it all with the vibrant youth that I've been meeting around the country. When they hear what mother has to say, I see young people ready, willing, and totally capable to stand up and not only take care and responsibility of America, but as an elder son nation, take a huge young position for the world. We should be helping Japan. So we're also going to mobilize our media. We're going to mo- mobilize our Japanese Kodan. We're going to mobilize our letters to the embassies. We're going to take responsibility for our money and support the world. We're going to save the New Yorker, rebuild the times, take over the planet as truly humble Hyojung nation centering on true parents. Aju? Aju. I can't find my mouse to stop the share. Oh, boy. Folks, oh, boy. This guy, Damien. Holy shit. Wow. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't, I, mate. <clears throat> Where do we go from here? I, I don't I don't know. Like I said in the in the intro, this this may be the peak of the show. I don't really know. There's a lot to digest here, uh, but uh suffice it to say that uh the main goal of that meeting was not to focus on the spiritual development of the members. Um not once was the well being of the members mentioned and I have to say that was the an excerpt uh from like an hour and change long meeting. No member health or any or any concerns about any member's uh, well-being was ever mentioned at all. It was all focused on the money and what they can do to scramble to try and hold on to these spheres of influence and these assets for this thing that says it's not a business. Um, I was thinking about the idea that Damien might 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 be the star of this season and i was trying to think of an analogy and like he is a good ass bad guy like we're talking like like alan rickman as hans gruber level (laughs) bad guy damien dunkley is like fucking heath ledger (laughs) in the christopher nolan batman film just like a fucking epic epic bad guy and he just casually accidentally walked into my podcast and gave the fucking performance of a lifetime. Dude, you are stealing the fucking show. My hat is off to you, Damien. Congratulations, buddy. Team, I will see you next time. I this I don't know where this is going, but there's I I just I can't predict what's what's happening next on my own show, but I'm loving it. Uh and I hope you're loving it too. Uh <laughs> can't even contain myself i don't even know i'm like a giddy giddy little school child like just thinking about what has happened here um and how this little show that started out with me um talking to people about how they were abused by this institution as kids has has turned into something else where people are sending me (laughs) fucking leaks from meetings like that And you know what? That's not going to be the last of them. That's not going to be the last of them. Team, I will see you next time. Be good. Be safe. Peace.